Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks. With the hottest takes. Of 2022. My name is Brandon. And I'm Ben. And Eric is still a fucking asshole. Still not here. He's said, we're waiting for it to show up. <sighs> still not. One week later, still God, not here. What a dickhead. Um, yeah. Uh, each week we are looking at two albums released in 2022. And at the end of the year, we'll rank and compare all 100 albums. And tonight we are starting with Jazz Codes by More Mother. And we'll conclude with Cheat Codes by Danger Mouse and Black Thought. Yeah, codes on codes on codes. But, um, yeah, so More Mother, we've uh, listened to a bit of, um, uh, a bit of uh, More Mother in the past um, with, uh, with, um, Brass with her yeah, brass with Billy Woods collaboration with Billy Woods. Actually, did we we didn't officially? Well, we do didn't that. officially do it. We actually um, we missed it, and then we did a bonus episode. Yeah, on it. We should should have done it. That's my only <sighs> big regret of um, of something that we didn't do. In our defense, they I think they actually released that the day we recorded the final oh, yeah, episode it was a, for the year. It was a timing issue for sure, yeah. and we would have done it if we had known about it, but. Um, yeah, and then we also um, listened to her in collaboration with uh, Mental Jewelry. Which is like a punk more, album. More Jewelry, which is a punk album. Yeah, really cool album. And which, yeah, um, that shit is we, great. I actually went back to that not It's too grown long on ago. me. I mean, yeah, that shit's I liked really it at, good. I liked it at first, but I didn't know how much I liked it. I didn't really, really like that album. Yeah, and so that, I think that's a good springboard for me. Uh, into the new album because that really does kind of incorporate how I feel this. I think I really like this album, but I really am going to need to sit on this one for a bit. This, this one is, I struggled with. Did um, you? I did. I thought it's not bad, but to me, I just don't think that this style of instrumental makes a whole lot of sense with her vocals. I enjoyed the the jazzy, I guess, the dark jazz. Uh, it's not that dark. I mean, it, it's it, not I that mean, dark is, though. And I but... think I think darkness is such an important theme element of her music sonically, um, which obviously we got with more jewelry album, which was angry and you know very punk kind of garagey, and then brass, you know, which is um, also a very dark album and this was more just kind of meditative style and i don't know i just i think it lost a lot of its edge because of that and i don't think it was and i also don't think that there was a good um meshing between between the two there I, is I just, there is a bit of a disconnect for me I'll yeah this it was between not synthesized for me between like, the instrumentals and more mother yeah um, but I, I don't know. I think it, that's really intri- it's really intriguing to me the dissonance. I'm still not 100% convinced that it's pulled off as good as it could have been. But yeah, I don't, it is it is so interesting to me. And and as with all of her music in the past, it's it is very dense. Um, the stuff we've done before, especially brass. Yeah, definitely not as dense as brass. I think it's at least as dense as mental jewelry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was more of a. Um, yeah, no, I'll agree. I'll agree with you on that one. Um, but yeah, it's 
And I, I love her... I love her voice and her delivery so much. And I think there are there are sometimes where I think there is quite a bit of synthesis um, with rap jasm is one of my I think yeah. is a good case of uh, a song on here where it does blend quite well. Um, but there is some I don't like there are, there are quite a few tracks on here where it's her like very um I don't know, spoken word, you know, slam poetry style mm-hmm. over music that doesn't entirely make sense. Like yeah, Ode to Mary how... kind of sounds like a fucking song. <laughs> well, they talk about that in the final track. Yeah, well, the but, jazz um, is about fucking. It is, yeah. No, and I, and that's another example. Like, I liked that monologue. Like, it was kind of cool, but it, to me, it just didn't really make that much sense in the context it makes of the album. Zero fucking it was just sense like, oh, and like, oh, the, the album, album is over, and like, who's this guy? And it's not. Oh, like, he's talking about fucking. I, you yeah, know, I, I'm on board with that, but yeah. Boy. And then it was just seemed it seemed very out of place, like message wise and and, and sound wise, it just seemed out of focus. Message wise, I disagree with, but sound wise, it does message wise you disagree with. Come out of really? left field. Okay. Well, I mean, because the the essence of the jazz is about fucking is like a black empowerment speech of where like it was this such a pure, raw expression of black art when it was originally invented. And then white people kind of did what white people (laughs) do with it. Um, (laughs) Well, I think it was about the the um, I guess the spirit of the music, which I, I, you know, I don't know. I think most good music is about fucking. I mean, at the end of the day, music is just a has just been a way for men to have sex. Sometimes with each other, sometimes <laughs> with other people. But music's always been about fucking at its very, very core. Well, sometimes it's just pure masturbation. Like uh, Yanigui Malsteam, or however the fuck you say his name. Who's that? Uh, he's like... I mean, he's just... Uh, Enigui Malstein. Oh, what I was that one? Uh, what was that one he's... album that we listened to last year? That was uh, just like the two bassists. Oh fuck! <laughs> Who are those guys? That album. Um, but was... anyway, uh, Malstein is was very dark. much like that, but guitar instead of bass. Like that album was was deeply closeted gay coveting as well. As <laughs> I don't know if it was that closeted. <laughs> Maybe not very closeted. But but yeah, like this. I don't know, th- this this one I am gonna have to sit on for a bit more, um, but I did really like this overall. Um, it all I like it, it. I'm gonna have to figure out exactly how high it's gonna go, but this is gonna end up pretty high for me. I, yeah, I'm gonna I have to sit on it too. This. At the moment, it's not doing much for me, but that could change. I hope it does. I like this one a lot. Um, it's it's v- very interesting to me. I mean, and as we've established on this show, I'm really into like this somewhat minimalist hip hop that's kind of been kind of big in the underground, I guess. And you've not really been a fan of that style. Well, I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but um, I'm just not as high on it as you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, that, and that's kind of what I'm what I mean. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me that you you don't like this one quite as much as me, but but yeah, like it's. If if you like more mother's music in the past, you're probably gonna like this because it's not all that different. 
Um, but it is, I don't know, I think it's incredibly well done. Uh, it's a very, the instrumentation is very interesting, even if it doesn't always work out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of this one. Big fan of this one. Um, yeah, anything anything else from you, Ben? That's all I have to say on that one right. uh, for now. No. So yeah, now we get to Danger Mouse and Black Thought with Cheat Codes. Uh, are you familiar with Danger Mouse and Black Thought I mean, at all? Uh, Danger Mouse, I've heard his name 10 bajillion times. Um, that being said, I've never actually um, like listened. I mean, I've probably listened to some of his stuff. The only Danger Mouse I've ever heard before is the album he did with MF Doom a while back. I was going to say, I thought he did one with Doom, right? And Doom is featured on here, which I have to imagine is some leftovers from that previous album. Probably, yeah. Um, Which, I will say, I'm always very... Oh, what's the word? Um... Cautious, I don't know. Yeah. Pessimistic when hesitant to, hesitant yeah. with uh with um features from late artists. So seeing uh MF Doom on here was was a bit nerve wracking, but I think it's a good track, uh overall. Yeah, we um, can that's actually something we didn't touch on with DJ Khaled from last week, because we doesn't <laughs> deserve it. The track with Juice World is kinda whack, uh but whatever. Juice World did uh, but yeah, so getting into this album, Cheat Codes, and I really just got to say, if you're one of the dudes that misses when hip-hop was rapping and you think Killer Mike <laughs> should be platinum, if you did that, this no. is the album for you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is the most like straight out of 2005 shit I've heard in a while, like underground 2005. Yeah. Like there is nothing, if you just heard these beats, there is nothing that would... Um, there's no like giveaways that this is from 2022. There's zero. No, this is kind of a said, very backwards looking. It's a album. very backwards looking album. That being said, I'm totally cool with that. I'm totally cool because it's 38 minutes of fire. Yeah. Damn. Damn, this is fire. This There's is some good straight stuff on here. Fucking fire. Yeah, for me, this album is going to be a little limited ranking-wise just in terms of the, you know, the scope of the album, the point of the album, which, again, is more of a, you know, really solid compilation of cool collaborations and if you, with an older-style sound that hasn't really evolved much, but it's really good for what it is. Um, I, think, I think it will be a little bit, you know, constrained by its own constraints, but... For what it is, it's really good. This is going to be exactly the same uh, for me as the Otoboke Beaver uh, album, mm-hmm. which, by the way, yeah. got uh, finally came in the other day, and I'm nice. stoked about that um, because it's it's very what it is. It does not yeah. put in any effort to do anything besides what it is, and and you're yeah. right, it is somewhat limiting in that. But that being said, I enjoy what it is so much. I did too. Yeah, it's um, and it's it's good stuff. I mean, his, yeah. again, like, I don't know his sound much, but I mean, after hearing this album, I think I know his sound. You know, it's very distinctive. Um, I, I just, you know, we talk about the old school sound. I mean, it's it's designed to sound old. I mean, there's actual like static, yeah, going over most of these tracks. <laughs> it's it's a very, um, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to sound old. 
Um, and the samples I think are all taken from old like 70s songs and stuff like that. So, I mean, even in that regard, it's definitely got a very old timey uh, feeling I to it. I love the coming off my the samples on here. I love like the the marching snare on. I think it's cheat codes that has it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cheat yeah. codes. Um, yeah, I just God, I just love how that sounds. I like, I love the the sampling on cheat codes. That's that's definitely my favorite track on the album. Uh, Belize, the track with MF Doom, I really like that one too. Um, Saltwater, yeah. the one with Conway the Machine, I, I like. Also, them. I'm a big fan of that one too. Yeah, um, I like Saltwater a lot. I know they had to throw in their typical Griselda ad libs, um, but kind of it kind of works point, with the so. old school vibe. Yeah. Uh, and I will say the the track with Run the Jewels was not my favorite because it just kind of sound it just sounded like Run the Jewels. They mm-hmm. just absolutely take over everything they're in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I suppose isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I don't know for this I didn't I didn't love it for this. Uh, but that's. And it's it's still not bad. It's not bad uh, by any means. It's just I didn't love it, and I could probably skip it. But, I mean, but pretty much every song on here is at least good. Yeah, like there, there know, are a couple that are you know. It's kind of like memorable. a more sonically consistent version of that Gorillaz album that they put out last year, where it's just kind of each song is its own thing, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the case here. But it does you know it does flow really well together. Um, I think there's. It's more of a compilation album than an album album, but it's still kind of an album album to some degree. It, it very much has like those early mid two thousands mixtape vibes. Oh, totally. Yeah, like they they like you had touched on it earlier, but they they really do just nail every aspect of mid early two thousands underground rap. Like every aspect. Oh of yeah, it's just to a T. I mean, I mean, this is one of the guys who was doing it, so I mean, it makes yeah, sense makes that sense. he would continue to to do that kind of stuff. But um, I do want to talk about the Doom feature um, because you know, while I I did like it overall and it was good to hear him on here, I thought it was in kind of this weird middle ground between a sound that had been cleaned up. To sound good for 2022 and and or going the other route uh, which would be to you know make him sound like a ghost like like a remnant of you know that's why uh, i think and, it's and just it was, a leftover from the album well it do yeah i'm sure it was a leftover together. but i'm saying he should have done something production wise either go one direction or the other but to me it just was kind of in a middle ground and it just kind of sounded like the actual sound quality wasn't the best whereas i think if they had touched it up to make him sound like like really faded or, or, or something to, to kind of go with, with the fact that he died, you know, make him, I don't know, make him sound more ghost-like or, or more, more muffled or more, even more staticky or do the opposite and like clean up the, the vocals and make it really hit hard. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't do either of those things. It was kind of stuck right in between. I thought it was just a little bit awkward. Yeah. No, uh, I do agree. Like, like I said, it, to me, it sounds very obvious that it's a leftover from an album recorded a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, which does make it stand out in a not super great way. Uh, but overall, I'm I'm okay with with this. 
Um, like they, they didn't do Doom dirty or any by any. No, I, mean, I would rather have them on there than not have them on there for sure. I mean, I'd... yeah. And I mean, I have to imagine he has. There's a shitload of Doom music recorded somewhere. Dude, there's got to be so much. <laughs> I like, bet you there's. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever hear it, but I have no. to imagine it's out there. Oh, it's. I mean, there's got to be just endless. I'm eating a pizza. Freaks, elitza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> that was a bad idea. I don't know why. It, that, I that thought was I could absolutely pull that up. terrible. <laughs> Eric should have had you cover a Doom song, which you guys I mean, I'm gotta making, fucking do. I'm, I'm we said you were gonna do that like two months ago. Well, actually, probably I've, way I've longer started than that it. now. I've started it. I have started it. Okay. I don't have much progress, but I have begun the process. Okay. Well, uh, um, what was your favorite track on here? Um, cheat codes was really good. Um, I liked the beat on the darkest part quite a bit. Um, although I can't say that the the uh, the, the rapping on that was super memorable. Um, uh, Belize, you know, it was good to hear Doom, and I liked that he actually had a pretty long verse on that one. Um, they didn't try to just throw some. Shortcuts, yeah, in there. throw a few one lines. Yeah, no, on I liked there. that it was like the majority of the song there, and then I would say Saltwater was pretty good. Um, uh, one more thing I wanted to highlight is on Aquamarine, I loved the synth on the just the ooh, 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 yeah, Aquamarine. I have very mixed feelings on, and I actually heard that song on the radio before I heard the album, and uh. I, overall, I really like the instrumentals on that one. I, I don't know if I love the. The rapping on that. Yeah, I, I don't either. I think that's one of the weaker tracks, like lyrically. I just really like that synth line. Yeah, the synth line's great, and there are elements of it that I love. That's one of the most like old sounding songs mm-hmm. on here. I feel I don't know. It's just something about it. it's like <laughs> if that was recorded in Weird. 1996, I would not be surprised. I know it's it's kind of like unsettling in a way, and it's kind of cool in a way too. But this yeah. this whole album really does kind of feel like a like a, a time capsule, oh. like. Early yeah. mid two thousands, possibly late late nineties. Yeah, like it's yeah, it just got it. It nails that aesthetic so well. And also, I I do like uh, the album art, just like the the black and white like picture, I guess, with the big red and green eyes. Yeah, I think it looks it's really jarring and interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is another one, just huge, huge fan of this one. I mean, three for four on the rap albums in the last two weeks. Yeah. Not bad. Well, I don't I consider yeah. more Mother a win. I don't know if you do. I, I would probably say so, although I'm, I'll need more time with it to know how I really feel about it. Yeah. I know. we got to guess Eric's. Um, All right. Let's guess Eric's view. I'm for gonna guess more Mother, he's gonna I'm going to be... guess he liked it more than you, but less than me. I'm actually going to say that he's going to be a little more negative on that one. I think okay. I think the change in style is going to throw him for a loop on that, and then on this one, um, hmm. I'm going to guess he's going to be a little more harsh on this one than, than both of us. Yeah, I think I I agree with that one too. This one doesn't seem to be as up as alley as some of the no, other ones. Like I think he's it's gonna, not weird enough for him. I think he's going to criticize it for being. It's not stale, but I think he's going to be that way because it's so backward looking it is very backwards looking but like i'm a big fan yeah no, and fan. again it's it's fine to do that i think if you if you, if do, you do a good really job of it well like, there's no reason not to 
you know, if now if you now if he comes out and does two more albums just like this, then I may have some criticisms. But yeah, I don't see anything wrong with you know doing some sort of a throwback that explores a sound even further and does it really well. Yeah, um, yeah, like you, I do think you are somewhat limited when you do a super um, backwards-looking album, but. I mean, you can still knock it out of the park, and I think they do here, so... Um, yeah. So, yeah, next week we're getting back into the pop world um, with an artist that we kind of... I don't... We didn't, like, disagree on, necessarily, because we both agreed that she had some fucking bangers on her last album that we reviewed. But oh, we yeah. did disagree on the overall quality of the, of the record, and yep. we were talking about uh, Rina Sawayama's new album, Hold the Girl. Um, I'm very stoked for this one. I've actually been hearing some not super great things about it, which kind of bums me out. Um, but whatever, I'm still excited. Love me some. Oh, yeah, this, I'm very excited. I mean, even for that reason, I think um, she's always going to be a fun artist to discuss. Yeah, and I mean, her last album has been like on constant repeat for both me and Michelle. One of the few albums nice. that we really agree on. Yeah. Um, Oh, I can and, see her, her loving that album. Yeah, and the next and the other album we got is Bjork's new album. I was Fossera, is that Fasora, I believe. And that Fasora? was a I had no idea she was coming out with an album. So yeah, I had no fucking sweet. clue either. That's exciting news. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So super stoked for that. Um, yeah, I'm not like super familiar with Bjork. You should familiarize yourself. I've um, always been the, meaning to, and I just never really got around to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I am definitely really stoked. Uh, stoked for Bjork. Really stoked for Rena. Uh, yeah, some some crazy, crazy high expectations for those two. So uh, let's uh, let's hope it, you know, <laughs> let's hope it works out. We've been disappointed in the past. I feel like when we have high expectations, we're disappointed more often than not. Yeah, I would so, say so. I don't know. Here's hoping. Uh, so, yeah, so... Join us next week for those two. Thank you very much for listening and have a good night.